they getting wild for me And all the pretty chicks all wanna smile at me These rap cats, man, they all got this style for me And if I ever see them, man, they probably bow to me And when this beat drop, I know they gon' lean World debut, I know they gon' fiend Everything Mississippi to the Palm Springs Girls from brunettes down to blonde queens Yo, 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 welcome back. It's the new fucking year, and we are still the motherfucking minority sports report for the 2020. Yeah. New year, new decade, new me. No, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it always, aren't we always do? Uh, right. Yeah, insert Roaring Twenties joke here. <laughs> roaring Twenties. There's a baby on the way. There's all Ooh, types of yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, for one of us. Yeah, for me. <laughs> yes. So. It's all types of cool shit. But, uh, lots to talk about. We, we are just done with Divisional Weekend in the NFL. Uh, some crazy shit has happened. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. 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 Shit, I would never, never call in a million years. Uh, we got, we got two weeks of football to talk about, really. Yeah, but we're uh, not gonna do that because everybody already knows. Patriots are out. Ravens are out. Fucking awful shit. Awful shit. Awful shit. Ravens lost yesterday, which was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Like they, the score, they scored twelve points, but that last. Six points came with like four minutes left in the game. They got their asses oh, kicked. Yeah, but I mean, this is his real first year, though, so. I mean, let's No, I mean, like, and I get it. I wouldn't, you know, but it's just, it was. I mean, nobody, nobody gave Tennessee a chance. I remember specifically telling uh, somebody I was watching the game with, he was like, you think the Titans have a chance? I was like, no. I mean, you know. I was like, for whatever reason, the Patriots, they were just like, you know what? We don't want to go to Baltimore next week. We're just, you know, we're <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, and, you know, they got lucky. And, but I don't, I don't know, man. Titans are hot right now. Titans are playing with fire. They're playing with desperation. Yep, and that's what it's always about at this time of year. It's not who's the best team. It's who's playing the best. And it's who's definitely... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we should note that Mike Rabel, the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, did say in the preseason he would gladly cut his dick off in the Super Bowl. That's right. Gotta imagine a little bit of him is sweating every time. Oh every time shit! Or conversely, conspiracy theory: maybe he already did cut his dick off, sacrificed to some unholy being, and that's how they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I mean, he is from the Patriots, so you don't know what kind of black magic he's working. Yeah, I you mean, know. you know, he learned something from Belichick. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't have a dick, but uh, we won five Super Bowls. Ah! <laughs> Let me sprinkle on you. Oh, so. <laughs> so, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Titans. So. <laughs> I, kept, I kept saying last night, I was like, maybe, maybe Mike Rabel emasculated himself and sacrificed it to some dark god. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> nah. The football gods are cruel and uncaring. What Very. What do they love more than for, for some man to offer them up his junk? <laughs> You're so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that score was 28-12, Titans over the Ravens. Um, yeah. 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 Titans, Titans are dangerous right now. Yeah. They're playing, they're playing hot. Yeah. Like, the, those, uh, like those Giants teams that won the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. You No one in the regular season gave them a chance, but when it counted, they were playing the hottest. Um, oh, yeah, or uh, like the, the Ravens in 2012. Oh, was that the Joe Flacco Super Bowl? Yeah, the Joe Flacco Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Torched, uh, Fucking torch the Broncos on that fucking play. Yeah, no, I remember now. <sighs> yep, yeah. Ugh, no, that was ugh. Ooh. Fuck. Fuck. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I was, and uh, yeah, we almost almost had another upset today. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We still got to talk about the other game that happened on Saturday, which was uh, the Forty Niners uh, and the Vikings. The Forty Niners whipped the Vikings' ass. Yeah that, was a route. yeah, that was not yeah. 27-10, 49ers are kicking ass. Uh Jimmy G. That's all I'm gonna say about that. And uh now we can talk about today. Yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I watched I watched the game and 49ers look good. Uh, you know, and they're, they're gonna be they look like a proper number one seed. Yeah, no, they um, do. They do. They absolutely did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is the year the uh, NFC wins the Super Bowl. Who knows? Oh, my God. Like, if San Francisco wins the Super Bowl, I will not be fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, the only team I'm rooting for right now is the Titans. Oh, yeah, you would be, like, huh? Actually, I guess, <laughs> yeah. the Texans ass even though the Texans jumped out to an early lead like really early really early lead <laughs> oh yeah no it was it was 21-0 24-0 yeah 24-0 or something like that yeah yeah it was 24-0 and then the Chiefs and then, the Chiefs just decided oh we guess we gotta play football now <laughs> <laughs> and proceeded to drop Yeah, 41 of which were unanswered. 41 unanswered fucking points, which is, they scored so much, the stadium ran out of fireworks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was a fucking rout. So, yeah. Oh, it was like, I was like, oh my God, because yeah. And it all happened in in two quarters. Like, you went went into the... uh, the end of the first quarter, uh, they were down 
five, they come back in twenty four twenty one. Yeah. Or like or twenty four twenty eight fucking Chiefs ahead. I'm like, holy shit, this is a fucking game. Like we got a game here. And then the Chiefs just fucking just, demolished. Yeah, just kept going. Kept going. <laughs> just kept going. It's like, God damn. And the Texans yeah. did it again. Oh my god. One of the fucking turnovers was uh the ball popped out and just landed in the Chiefs one of the Chiefs defenders' hands and it was just he just ran it back for a touchdown. <laughs> I didn't even see that one. That's fucking awful. Uh, it looked like something out of a fucking video game. Like the guy got hit, the ball just popped up into the air, and there's a defender behind him was like, Oh shit, I got the ball. <laughs> <laughs> got the ball. But yeah, I mean, uh yeah. Chiefs look good. Chiefs yeah. look good. They do. Only Andy Reid's bad clock management or something stupid like that'll stop them. Yep. Which I can totally see happening. Yep. A hundred percent. Because until it doesn't happen, I'm going to believe it's going to happen. Like, oh, you know, Chiefs really need to call a timeout here to make sure they don't, you know, they don't, they just don't, or for whatever reason, because, you know, Andy Reid used two timeouts in the first, you know, <laughs> 10 minutes of the game. Oh, fucking but, A. Fucking A. Yeah. But, yeah, the NFL, Championship Sunday is is Seps. It is the uh, Tennessee Titans at Hold the on. Kansas City Chiefs. Hold on, we didn't go over the Seahawks Packers. Oh, right, that game. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the score makes it look like it was way closer than it was. I know it was. Yeah, it, I know that was another fucking <laughs> another fucking blowout. For the most like, part. Yeah, the Packers were up like, what? Yeah, they were up 21-3 at halftime. And then, yeah, the, the Seahawks made a push. They made a push for it at the end, and there was a there was a controversial call. Uh, they placed a ball. Uh, the, the Packers had a, had a favorable ball placement. Absolutely. Shall we say. Yeah. 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 Yes, very what favorable. Saw, from, from my point of view, Packers were short about a foot. Yeah, no, seriously, I, I I saw the same shit, but I was like, "Fuck!" Since since they called it a first down, and then they show the replay, like you can't overturn it because it's not enough evidence, clearly. But yeah, yeah, I, was like, I don't know. Packers Packers uh, got screwed on that one, or Seahawks got screwed on that one. Also, though. Play better. Right. Exactly. <laughs> At the same time, play fucking better. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Because they play like shit yeah. that first half. Yeah. Because uh, you know, you you want you all 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 year. You got uh, Seahawks fans are like, yo, Russ, Russ putting together an MVP year, MVP year, MVP would have won that game. I mean, the MVP this year lost. On Saturday too, though. So <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, if it was between Russ and Lamar, Lamar is the clear MVP. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But yes, I mean, I I also have a bias because I like Lamar Jackson, and I think Russell Wilson's a complete weirdo. But yeah, but he's a good football player. He's a good football, and he's not player. a terrible human person. He's just weird. 
you know. Is this a Michelob Ultra? <laughs> like Michelob Ultra, Russ? Have, yeah, that's that's my favorite beer. That's your favorite beer? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, it's like low carb. Uh, like you don't uh, have like a beer that you like like. Just no. Ah, <laughs> uh, I will say this though about. Uh, oh yeah. Hold on, sorry. The the Chiefs Texans score was fifty one thirty one, and the Packers were twenty eight to twenty three. Yeah, I will say this: it's fucking great not having the Patriots in the playoffs because not having to care about football this early in the year <laughs> is fucking nice, man. It's yeah, nice. No, it's, it's, it's nice to just be like you know something like what. Well, your team's not in, and I'm like, no, man, I just get to drink the haterade and, like, lie back and be like, ah, fuck everybody. Fuck all your hoes. Yeah, so it's it's fuck interesting. Next year, next year, man, Rulos <laughs> and, his, and his equine uh, uh, genitalia, they're going to they're gonna do things. They're going to do things. <laughs> yeah, yes, they will. They'll be playing some football. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. That is a horse emoji, rooster emoji, lock emoji. <laughs> Yours. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I'm rooting for the Titans, but, you know, if if the Chiefs win, I'll be okay with it. I, Andy Reid's a good... It'll, it'll be good to see Andy Reid finally get a... A Super Bowl win. Maybe. Because if they play the 49ers, the 49ers can score just as much as the Chiefs. And the 49ers... Oh, yeah, no, I, think, I, I think ideally it's Chiefs-Niners Super Bowl. In yeah. terms of, like, right, right. watchability. Yeah, that would be fun. Like, because both of those teams can score and their defenses are... <laughs> yeah. Their defenses are, you know, they have good players on their defenses. Yeah, no, that's true. As long as someone from the AFC wins the Super Bowl for me, that's how I, I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it's the better conference. Oh, I agree. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, here's here's my question. Because uh, the 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 rabble rousing was up about uh, reseeding the playoffs, getting rid of divisions. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about that? <sighs> Can we try it in preseason first? And you just, just play kidding. every team in the conference one. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. What is that? Because like do you. Like, as a Patriots fan, do you really need to see the Dolphins twice a year? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, it would be much more interesting to see other, uh, yeah. Like, okay, we don't play, you know, you, it's almost like old school baseball. Like, we don't play anybody from the NFC till the Super Bowl. But yeah. you play everybody in your conference. Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I like it. I don't hate it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'd have to see it. I mean, I, in practice, you know. Yeah, because it's just like, and then you just pick pick the top 
six teams from each, you know, each conference. Then you don't have, like, uh, you know, shitty conferences like the NFC East. <laughs> like, you know, this, this year, I'm just saying this year, it could be any. No, I, that's true. Any. It's true. The fucking NFC South yeah. was fucking horrible, yeah. you know, except for one yeah, team. Yeah, NFC South, you know, where it's, uh, you know, you have these like 800, 500 or sub 500 teams making the playoffs and hosting a playoff game. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't know. I think it, it would just, I think it would just make things better where it's just like, Hey, yeah, you know, and I guess, I guess it would, it would, I would miss out seeing like occasionally playing NFC teams, but then it would also make the Super Bowl more, almost said more special. It would make it, uh, you know, more special, more special because it would, it would be the only time when the two conferences played each other. Yeah, um, and I think too though, like over time, two distinct styles of football would evolve as well. Um, not in terms of like tackling and things, but like, hey, the NFC plays like this, the AFC plays like that. Yeah, like AFC is more of a run heavy conference, right? Where the NFC is more of a pass friendly offense. Yeah, so like conference. I can see something happening like that too. But like, yeah, like I said, I, it sounds cool to me. Cause, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There are people that are like, well, you know, there's tradition, and we've always played the Chiefs and the Raiders. I was like, we'd still play that. We just wouldn't play them twice. Right. Again, it adds more meaning. Yeah. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> and it's like now, like, fucking rivalries are made in the playoffs. Right. You know? Right. It's not, they're, you know, yeah, I, I won't root for the Raiders or the Chiefs, but it's still like, you know, I hate the Patriots more than I hate either of those teams. <laughs> yeah, no, that's real. It's real. So, Fucking like, real deal. So, yeah. But, uh, I got the Chiefs winning sorry. and the yeah, 49ers winning. Chiefs 49ers? Yeah. Uh, that's what my brain's telling me. Uh, but my heart's telling me not to count out those giant killers. Um, the Titans live it up to their to their mythological name. <laughs> uh, like uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to say the Titans are going to go into KC. They're going to shock the world. That would be dope. Also, Andy Reid's going to do something really stupid in like the last two minutes. No, that. That would be hilarious because that's what they did last year. They should have won that game against the Patriots, but they fucked up. And yeah. who, 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 who? Andy Reid did it again, you know? And fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I was a betting man, I'd put my money on the Chiefs and the 49ers, but I would also have put the Patriots playing the Chiefs right now. That's why I don't bet. So. Chiefs 49ers. Yeah, I would have uh, I would have had Baltimore Patriots right uh, at the AFC Championship. Uh, but that's why we don't bet because we're bad at it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and that's why we watch every Sunday because you never know yeah. what the fuck is going to happen. 
yeah, definitely the. I don't. I just think the Packers. I think the NFC would have been whoever has the home field. I'm gonna go with the Niners. I'm gonna go with you on that. I think the Niners are gonna pull it out. Um, I think it's gonna be a close one though. I think it'll be like 31, 28, something like that. Something close, yeah. We at this point, these two games they need to be close. Blowouts, uh, you know, um, they happen, but they. I, I would prefer closer games. Uh, if the Titans win, it's gonna be like super close. Like it's gonna be like okay. Here's here's my prediction for the AFC championship. Whichever team scores twenty points first is gonna win that game. Oh man, see that's hard. Yeah, but the Titans don't. They put up a lot of points. That you know they put up some points last week, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, but the I defense don't. has been what's bailing them out. Yeah, I know. Like their defense has been stepping up, and like a lot, you know, not to not to take away from fucking the wrecking ball that is Derrick Henry. Yeah, and that's because holy, uh, holy shit, that man can run. Yeah, <laughs> he's huge too. Like he's he's like my yeah, no, size. They're averaging, they're averaging six yards a carry. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's that's a first down every fucking two carries, man. You're gonna win games like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and to the uh, and the, the the Chiefs aren't. Great on the run. They're not terrible on it, but you know. No, they're good with the screen passes and shit. Yeah, screen passes and quick fucking quick routes and shit, and then long. But anyways, that's just football. Whatever. I'm just I'm just talking football. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Sunday, it's going down. But like I said, I'm sticking with the Chiefs and 49ers. That's my lock. You know, I don't do scores because that's too complicated. (laughs) I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my heart. I'm gonna say Titans and Niners. Woo! All right, so we're both on. <laughs> uh, it was funny. 49ers <laughs> for the NFC. We both agree, and then we're split on the cool, cool, cool on the AFC championship. And then the week after that, we have the Pro Bowl, and then. Uh. And then the Super Bowl. The Pro Bowl! <laughs> <laughs> and then no more. They're, they added a skill competition to the week. Oh, I know. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, no, I mean, it might be interesting. It'll probably be better than the game. Yeah, the one they had last year was fucking... I was like, oh, this is way more exciting. It's like American Ninja Warrior, but with football stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's uh, like, hey, let's do it. No, I think they should make the Pro Bowl like a flag football game, but with like you know, like okay, this is the this is the double score zone. So like, if you can throw like a pass from this area, you know, you get double points or whatever. You know, what they need to do. Yeah, okay. the fourth quarter. Watch out for the Black Knight. <laughs> You're so goddamn stupid. <laughs> the guy on a horse. With a with a fucking lance, a real lance. You don't know which side he's on. That's the chaos that the black knight brings. 
No, but seriously, if they did a celebrity style flag football Pro Bowl game, they would draw a lot. Yeah, I, no, I mean, you know. I think they do that. A, yeah, because it's like, you know, I get it. The players don't want to fucking get injured, and I'm totally all about that. So don't have Hell them, yeah. You know, just have them, you know, play flag football, but make it like a novelty where it's like, yeah, if, if Kevin Hart in the celebrity seat catches the pass, you know, this $500 to St. Jude's or whatever. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely yeah. ways to spice that fucking Pro Bowl up. Because it's not the NBA All-Star game, you know? No, and that's, you know, that's fun to watch because it's just them being like, let me let me take this crazy shot. Yeah, you know. it's like two quarters of them fucking around doing amazing shit and then two quarters of them are really playing basketball. And <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're like, oh, I can make like $50,000? Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> right. You're fucking right. Um, but before we uh go to the NBA officially, you know the nigga Scame called and gave us the rundown on his uh on his sports that he likes and we talked about wrestling and other things, so take a listen to my nigga he came through again because we're all back for the new year and we gonna come back and close it out with some shit. So shut the fuck up and listen. Uh excuse me. NASCAR season is starting, I know that. Yeah, he just he's yeah he's gonna yeah 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 he talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Daytona's coming up. I'm hit. <laughs> Julian's hip. All right, take a listen. Yo, nigga, happy New Year! Happy New Year, motherfucker! Word, hell yeah. Um, Word. fuck you. <laughs> Same old shit, Let's right? Fuck you on the New Year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're back everybody this game's back it's good to it's good to have you back on the show where is gonna finally be back I all fucking started taking notes for last week and realized we weren't even recording so yeah sorry it's what it is it is what it is it is what it is we need a break we needed the break alright break it was a great break it's fucking great um what'd you give me for Christmas uh my friendship. Oh, tight. Yeah. Just what I fucking wanted. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Um, yeah, nigga. So I guess we're just fucking, you know, pleasantries are over. Insults have been insulted. And let's get down to business. All right, let's do it. Uh, so we had the Bruins. I mean, since the time we've been away, they've been. 50-50 uh, they had a lot of overtime and shootout losses because it's the fucking Bruins and that's what they do but luckily in those situations you still get a point uh-huh. so because of that these motherfuckers are in first place in the Atlantic Division nice first place in the Eastern Conference Hell yeah. and first in the NHL Woo! Uh, they're currently 27-8-11 and 11. Uh, in the last 10 games they've gone 6-1-3 and three, so still struggling in those shootouts and OTs because it's the fucking Bruins uh, but luckily for them they kind of turned that around because last night uh, Saturday night they won an OT but we'll get there um, we'll get there they I mean they they're tops in the league for most things but they can be even better if they 
didn't lose all those fucking OT and shootout games. Um, I think in shootouts alone, they're like 0-5 or 0-6 or something God like that. God damn. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, but their uh, star right wing, David Pasternak, he is uh, leading the league in goals. He has 35. Tag. And then uh, him and Marchand are in the top 10 for points. Um, I think Pasternak had like 65 and Marchand had like 62. And Ooh. the league leader had about 71. So, so it's still pretty damn good uh, considering those OT and shootout losses. Uh, this past week, they beat uh, Nashville on Tuesday, 6-2. to two. Uh, They beat Winnipeg on Thursday, 5-4. to four. And like I said, they won an OT last night, uh, beating the New York Islanders 3-2. to two. This coming week, they got uh, two road games in Philly on Monday, in Columbus on Tuesday, and then Thursday, they're back home versus the fucking Penguins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's a good time to be a Bruins fan. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Avs are still doing pretty good. Um, didn't really pay attention too much to them over the break, so I'm not sure how they were doing. Uh, but as of now, they're currently 25, 15, and 5. Uh, third in the Central Division, third in the Western Conference, and ninth in the NHL. Uh, the last 10 games, they went 3, 5, and 2, so it's not too good. Uh, but it looks like their star center Nathan McKinnon has been killing it um, like he's yeah. he has been um, he's third in the league in points so he has 66 uh, like I said a few minutes ago the, the league leader has 71 uh, so he's right up there uh, he has 27 goals so it's a few behind uh, Pasenak who has 35 and he's also in top 10 in the assists what about I think it was like 38 or 39 so yeah he's uh, shitting on people for the for the Avs, uh, just doesn't look like he's getting support from the rest of the team. Ooh, sounds like every Colorado team. <laughs> you would know. <laughs> well, Julian would know. He's the, he's the expert here. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so last week they uh, lost to the Islanders, one to nothing on Monday. Lost to the Rangers, so two New York losses back to back on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, the Rangers beat them five to three Tuesday night. And then Friday, they lost to Pittsburgh 4-3. to uh, This week, looks like they're at home all week. They got Dallas on Tuesday, San Jose on Thursday, and St. Louis on Saturday. Uh, a quick overview of the Eastern Conference. The Bruins are in first, like I mentioned. Yeah. Washington Capitals are in second. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins are in third. New York Islanders are in fourth. And the Tampa Bay Lightning are in fifth. In the West, we got the St. Louis Blues in first, Dallas Stars in second, Avs in third, the Calgary Flames in fourth, and the Arizona uh, Coyotes. Uh, they are in fifth. And then in the top five for the, the for the league standings, we got the Bruins in first, the Blues in second, the Capitals in third, the Pittsburgh Penguins in fourth, and the Islanders in fifth. And uh, yeah, so that's current state of the NHL. I uh, don't remember exactly when it is, but I know the All-Star Game's coming up in the next few weeks. I think it's sometime in February. Oh. I think it might be towards the end of February, though. I, it's always after the Super Bowl, I believe. Yes. I mean, because the Super Bowl is like the fucking first week in February, though, so. Yeah. T- yeah, 
but that's uh, the NHL for now. Good old ice skating hockey. Word. Not, good old hockey. Not that field hockey shit. Not that street hockey shit. We in the cold, baby. Do you remember when ESPN used to show street hockey on TV? Hell yeah, I remember that shit. That was my shit. <laughs> Throw hockey and shit. That's why, because I remember because of you. Yeah, that shit was great. It was like beach. They had a beach league. Beach league. Yeah, that shit was dope. Fucking. Uh, did you happen to watch uh, AEW this week? Uh no, I have it on my DVR. Just shit's been going down with the because uh, uh, the world knows we're pregnant and uh, yeah, not yeah, me, obviously. Just John. Um, so yeah, not just, me and John. We just been dealing, you know, doing all that shit, setting up for the baby and yeah, getting ready, the preparation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's on my DVR. I actually I haven't watched the last. No, I watched the last one, so I missed. The off week, and then so yeah, I missed last week. That was it. All right. Well, I'm gonna spoil this. Oh yeah, go ahead. It's cool. It's cool. Let's do it. Do it. Uh, before we do that, though, since we're jumping into wrestling, a little bit of sad wrestling news. I don't know if you remember this dude, because I, I think you were just like a, a WWF, WWE guy back in the day, right? I mean, for the most part, but like I, I played the video games, like the WCW shit. So like, all right. I'm do you remember La Parka from WCW? No, so that I, I don't remember now. He was like, uh, obviously a luchador with the mask, but his shit was like a skull. He had the black and white. Oh yeah, like I do remember that motherfucker. Yeah, he yeah. Come out with the chair and like play yeah. the chair like a guitar and shit. Uh, so sadly, he has passed away at 54. Oh man, another young wrestler. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I didn't know this. I, I just found out about this shit literally like 10 minutes before we decided to record. Uh, his real name was Jesus Alfonso Huerta Escoboza. Uh, apparently he fucked himself up in October um, and he died to those injuries wow. due to those injuries uh, apparently he showed signs of kidney failure was put on assisted breathing and then he his lungs and kidneys failed man but um, yeah apparently he was doing some event where um, he tried to do one of those suicide dives to the outside so basically diving to the outside at first yeah yeah um, yeah and got tripped up in the ropes and, fucked, and fell, fucked himself up. Uh, not sure exactly what kind of injuries he had, but I know it, whatever it was, he wasn't able to talk, he wasn't able to walk or anything like that. Fuck. Uh, they said he started to gain some mobility and shit back, but um, yeah, he ended up passing to those injuries. Man. Yeah, I really like the Parker too. He was one of my favorite luchadors back in the day. Ugh. But yeah, so that's uh, what two wrestlers that I've heard of in the last couple of years dying from in-ring injuries. Man, yeah. That's you remember one with Rey Mysterio? Wait, he who died? He he did some. He did, you know that move he does where he does he does like the spin and the ropes and kicks people in the face. Yeah. He did some shit like that, and some dude got like seriously injured, fucked up his neck, and he died in the ring. Wow. Yeah, I this is a while, not not too too long ago. I would say within the last three years or so. Fucking shit. Maybe a little, maybe a little bit longer, but yeah. Sad news in the wrestling world today. Yeah. Uh, but going back to AEW Dynamite from Wednesday AEW, night. AEW. 
Uh, show opened up with Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega taking on Private Party in the tag match. Oh, tight. Damn, I'm, yeah. oh, I'm gonna watch that shit. Yeah, it was a good match. It fucking, you know, Private Party got those uh, crazy tag team moves that they always put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they opened this up. Well, they, the reason this match happened, I guess, uh, the week before, Heyman Page and Private Party were at some bar. It was like one of those like behind the scenes pro- promo things, and they kind of just get into it. And yeah, so it resulted in this match. Heyman uh, Page separated himself from the um, what's that shit called? The Elite. That like it's like. Um, the Young Bucks Oh yeah yeah Omega Like that whole little squad mm-hmm. uh, He kind of separated himself from them So him and Omega Have been like Reluctant tag team partners Over the last few weeks mm-hmm. uh, But they came out there And did their thing It was a hell of a show A uh, hell of a Like match um, The opening match Got it This is awesome shit From the crowd Nice um, And you know those dudes Mean it when they do that shit Hell yeah They take their wrestling Very seriously Very seriously Yeah um, but yeah, one of the highlights that I remember that uh, one of the dudes from Private Party, Mark Quinn, uh, he did like multiple backflips from the inside of the ring to the outside of the ring. I think he did like three of them in a row, oh, taking man. out uh, taking out people. It was pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that one ended up getting won by Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Uh, Kenny Omega hit his one wing angels um, finisher, which is pretty pretty hell like I don't know if you remember seeing that one. Oh yeah. Drops him on their head and shit. It's, it's no, pretty I freak, crazy. I freaked out shit. because that one wing angel is uh Sephiroth in Final Fantasy Seven. It's like one of his ultimate attacks. So uh, it's a, so he's a video game nerd. Yeah. He hosted the Capcom Cup over in December. Uh, yeah he's a huge video game nerd. I didn't know that. But Shout yeah out to Katie Omega. Yep, yep. Final Fantasy Seven. Deep cut. Um, so yeah, uh, so after that win, uh, they cut over to the bastard pack. Uh, he had some dude in the submission hold. I guess it's, it's one of Kenny Omega's best friends. Um, basically saying they like they had the video the the camera on him as he's got this dude in the submission, and he's telling him uh, telling Kenny Omega that it's his fault that he's doing that because he won't give Pack a match. Uh, so Kenny Omega runs off to help his friend, and that's kind of that they go to commercial. <laughs> Uh, when they come back, we had the women's championship championship match. Oh, uh, it was Chris Statlander versus Rio. God damn it! Oh, what? I feel like I need to walk out of the studio for this. <laughs> <laughs> but right, so I won't go into too many details. But yeah, it's still gonna spoil the end of the match. Uh, uh, um, damn it! Yeah, so Brady Rhodes comes out for the announce uh, to join the announce team during the match. And basically just proceeds to talk shit through the entire match. Mm-hmm. Uh, really hating that her and that whole Nightmare Collective thing. It's fucking stupid. It's weird. They better go somewhere yeah. with it real fast. They they need to because if not, they just need to abandon shit with this. And yeah, yeah. But yeah, the plot thickens because uh, some shit went down on this one. Uh, so yeah, they had their match. Um, Rio wins. Obviously, right. Uh, but yeah, so there's still this whole thing between Brandy Rhodes and the Nightmare Collector trying to get Chris Statlander to join them. Um, awesome Kong and 
that chick that they shaved her head Mel mm-hmm. uh, they both came out to the ring and, and like interfered in the match and it, it allowed Riho to get the win uh, Brady Rhodes and went down and confronted Statlander then some weird dude came out from under the ring uh, they, were, they were saying his name is Luther he's some Japanese deathmatch legend apparently Ooh. yeah um, it kind of I'm not sure if it's him but it kind of reminded me of the dude remember Gangrel mm-hmm. it reminded me of him kind of looked like him but I may be completely wrong that's just who he looked like to me yeah. Okay. But okay. his name's Luther, and apparently he's a Japanese deathmatch legend. And yeah, so he's part of this whole Nightmare Collective as well. Um. So yeah, they just continue to beat the shit out of Statlander and Rio. <laughs> and then that was the end of that. Uh. Then they cut to a Kip Saban and Penelope Ford promo. Uh. Basically, it's just a little quick clip of Kip Saban and Penelope Ford ends with Penelope Ford giving a low blow to Joey Janela because apparently they used to date so they're just kind of like hyping up this beef, beef between him and Kip Sabian <laughs> Kip Sabian I, just, I keep saying Kip Sabian like fucking the football coach <laughs> uh, but after that uh, it cuts to Christopher Daniels uh, one of the I would say the least favorite member of SCU yeah uh, versus Sammy Guevara um, this match, I mean, it, it was what it was. It was a, it was a decent match. Uh, they put on a pretty good show, but just cut to the chase, went down um, where Pentagon Junior ended up coming out, kind of distracted Daniels, uh, basically telling him. Because remember when we uh, the last time we recorded, Chris Christopher Daniels tried to do a move and it kind of fucked up. Yeah, and they tried to blame it on him being hurt and all that all that weird shit. So basically what Pentagon Jr. came out was like, yo, you still got it? Can you still do it? And when he was distracting them doing that shit, um, Guevara was ended up ended up stealing the win. I forgot exactly how he did it. But he stole the win because uh, he was Daniels was distracted. After that, Pentagon Jr. walks off laughing, and then the fucking Dark Order comes out because uh, they're trying to recruit Christopher Daniels, saying that the fans don't like him anymore because they think he lost a step. So they offered him one of those stupid Dark Order masks so he could be one of those stupid putty guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, Daniels refused. SCU and the Young Bucks came out to help and fight off the Dark Order. And that is how that shit ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the next match was great. Uh, it was Brothers versus Brothers. It was the Lucha Bros versus the Rhodes Bros. Oh, nice. Uh, Dustin and Cody were teaming up. They had Arn Anderson in that corner. Yeah, that's right. I forgot he was on this episode. Yeah, he's Cody's head coach. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is a great match. Uh, obviously, Lucha Bros are awesome. They, I haven't seen a uh, terrible match from them yet in AEW. Nah. Nah, um, they put on a yeah. hell of a show. You're not going to make Dustin and the, and the boss look bad. Right. So obviously it was a great match. Uh, the Rhodes brothers ended up getting the big win. Uh, then Tony Schiavone came down to the ring to interview Cody. Because uh, if you remember, Cody um, pretty much laid down the law, like what he what he's willing to give up to get MJF to agree to a match. Mm-hmm. Um, they, um, what was it? Um, oh yeah, MJF. He he laid out like a list of demands. 
Uh, so they were basically trying to say if Cody accepted MJF's demands, which I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, but Arn Anderson interrupted and said that they're going to talk about it and get back to him. So nothing happened. Um, then MJF came down to the ring. I think there was a commercial in between. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was a commercial in between because they came back to him being in the ring. Uh, called Cody a coward, demanded that he came down to the ring. Uh, Cody had just had a match, so they were saying that he was like seeing the doctors. I mean, you know how they bullshit. Yeah. He was seeing the doctors, this, this, and that. Um, and when he didn't come down, he called Cody a bitch. And that's when motherfucking Diamond Dallas Page came out. Oh, shit. DDP. Um, yeah, DDP. Because uh, <laughs> if you remember, DDP was the one who gave MJF that diamond ring when he won that uh, Battle Royal shit. Nah, I don't remember, remember that? that. No. No. Well, they had a Battle Royal, and then the, the two people at the end of the Battle Royal had a match for this, like, diamond ring that they were giving out. But, yeah, MJF ended up winning that. DDP gave it to him. They kind of went back and forth. Uh, so they came out. DDP came out. Started they're continuing their little beef, talking shit. Uh, basically trying to challenge him to a match. And then that's when MJF called out the uh, Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny. Mm. Um, had them basically as like back up because as soon as they came to the ring MJF came out his mouth and started saying he was basically gonna fuck DDP's daughter <laughs> so DDP <laughs> DDP attacked him and obviously <laughs> since he was outnumbered he got his ass whipped and um that's when QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes came down to help him uh, so now apparently it's gonna be Q, uh, QT Marshall Dustin Rhodes and DDP versus um the Bush of the Blade and, and MJF. MJF. Tight. Triple Man. Yeah. Uh, so next up, when they came back, it was a big six-man tag match. It was the Jurassic Express. So it was Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and um, Marco Stunt, that little tiny-ass dude. Yep. First, the best friends in Orange Cassidy. <laughs> so it was two fan favorite squads going at it orange cassidy um <laughs> did you know so jungle boy his real name is his name is jungle boy jack perry yeah. did you know that's luke perry's son luke perry like the actor who died the actor yeah really yeah that's his son oh shit you luke perry died yeah oh shit and i didn't you, know that. Now, that, now that you now that i told you that look at a picture of jungle boy been, oh yeah i see it mm. okay okay but, uh, yeah, so, good match. Um, obviously, I mean, these are two fan favorite squads. They put on a hell of a show. Uh, anytime you have Marco Stunt in there, he's fucking hilarious because he's so tiny and the, just the shit that they do with him is great. Yeah. Uh, then the shit with Orange Cassidy. Um, <laughs> he had his little moment where he comes out with his hands in his pockets. He does the, oh, oh, he yeah. did that shit to Luchasaurus. It was pretty, <laughs> it was pretty good. Um, but, yeah, so this one ended up being won by uh, Jurassic Express. Jungle Boy ended up getting the pin, so he got his first three count in AEW. Nice. Because uh, obviously he didn't win that match with right. Jericho a few weeks back. Right. Uh, but yeah, so he got his first official win in the AEW ring. Um, and after that, we had Jericho and the Inner Circle minus Santana and Ortiz uh, come down to the ring because they were looking for an answer from John Moxley who they were trying to get to join the inner circle mm-hmm. uh, Moxley comes down basically says that he's in AEW not to sell out so he doesn't want any of what 
Jericho was offering. He said he's there to dominate, and the only way to dominate is to join the inner circle. So then they fucking start celebrating, spraying champagne all over the place, drinking champagne. Um, as they're like winding down the celebration, uh, almost all the inner circle leave the ring except for Jericho and Moxley. And that's when Moxley tells him to cut the music and um, basically tells Jericho that he was kid- he was just kidding. He didn't want to join the inner circle because he said it's a stupid group. And that the only thing he wants from Jericho is the belt. And then he smashes a bottle of champagne on Jericho's head and knocks him out. <laughs> um, gets in a little scuffle with some of the members of the inner circle and then runs through the crowd. Uh, oh, and um, Jericho gave him one of the incentives to have him join the inner circle. He gave him a Ford GT. Uh, so he, he basically he had the keys, like and pretended to join the inner circle, then smashed the bottle right away. So like the way AEW ended, he's in the crowd just like shaking the keys to the camera. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, right. it was pretty funny. And then they saw Jericho on the floor, like half knocked out. Uh, so yeah, it was pretty funny. Looking forward to seeing uh, the match between them two. Probably, I'm assuming it's some kind of pay per view they put oh, together. Oh yeah, yeah. No question about um, that. But yeah, so that was this week's AEW. Tight. Hopefully I didn't ruin uh, the viewing experience if you are going to go back and watch that. I mean, not anymore. I'm just going to watch that Rio match. <laughs> Private Party I mean, the matches and Rio. Were great. The matches are great, so they're worth watching, especially that Lucha Bros and Cody match, too. Like, yeah, there's a, a few one. in there that I do want to watch. Yeah, I'll probably still watch it. Uh, yeah, that uh, six-man tag, Jurassic Express and Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends, it was entertaining. Man, do thing with that. Um, no UFC this week. Uh, surprisingly, we haven't had one since before Christmas, which is very rare for the UFC because they like to put one on every fucking weekend. I know. Uh, but yeah, the next event we got coming up is a big one. It's UFC 246. Uh, this is the big Conor McGregor, Donald Cowboy, Cerrone card. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also got Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington. Okay. Alexei Olenek and Maurice Green. That's probably where you're going to want to go to the bathroom. Go get your smoke on. <laughs> get another drink. Take a shit if you need to. All right. <laughs> um, we got Claudia Gadea versus Alexa Grass and Anthony Pettis versus Diego Ferreira. So, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a card. Yeah, that's some, that's some fucking. Yeah, that sounds great. Uh, oh, speaking of UFC, did you see that shit with Dana White and the Best Buy employee? No. So, some dude tried to steal a, I'm not sure what kind of speaker it was, but some kind of expensive speaker from a, a Best Buy in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And this uh, female Best Buy employee, uh, her name's, oh, I got it right here. Her name's Sama Tapasa. Um, she basically looked like a fucking NFL pass blocker. <laughs> Uh, protected that fucking door did not let this dude through they, she like tackles him off screen like off security oh, camera oh I have and, heard about this yeah yeah you know, it was pretty she was a beast um, so yeah apparently she lost her job because of that shit yeah. so Dana White said he's gonna fly her to UFC 246 give her free tickets to see McGregor and Cerrone and he's gonna hire her as security yeah, I saw that. Yeah, once you started saying like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he told he told uh, TMZ yeah. that he's dead fucking serious about this too. Oh hell yeah, yep. Good for her, bro. And that's like you know, <laughs> his quote is, "I'm gonna rock star the shit out of her." <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck yeah. Nice. That's, that's good. Yeah, so that shit's pretty good, pretty dope. Dana White actually doing some good out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so as for that, I know NASCAR ended not too long ago, but countdown to Daytona is officially underway. We're 34 days, 19 hours, and 42 minutes as of this recording. <laughs> uh, <laughs> away from the Daytona 500. Oh. Uh, there are two events before the Daytona 500 on February 16th. Uh, we have the Clash on February 9th, and then the two duels on February 13th. Mm. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to some motherfucking racing. I most, I'm like 90% sure I'm going to a race this year too. So maybe we'll have some live audio of just. Car, cars loud car noises yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking that's gonna, that's gonna be barely audible because I'm be recording with my shitty phone nah we'll get you a fucking uh, portable recorder and uh, yeah you can interview rednecks and shit too it'll be great <laughs> interview the redneck fans I'm sitting next to yep it'll be dope but yeah most, most likely uh, getting some tickets for that July race with my cousin so yeah looking forward to that shit if that happens yeah um, Julian and I are going to uh, Nuggets game on Wednesday, I believe. Oh, this week, nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Same thing. This be dope. Try to get some video and shit. Did he score the tickets? Or you actually got? You guys actually bought them? He hit me up on Friday, I think. I was like, "Yo, what are you doing on Wednesday?" It's like working. You want to go to a game? I said, "Fuck yeah!" Hell yeah! <laughs> no questions asked, nigga. Oh, <laughs> I will leave work early if I have to. Shit. That's what's up. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably bring some like fucking some edibles or some some vape nice. or some shit. You know, you know. Get toe up. Yeah, get toe up. Watch some basketball because the seats at the Pepsi Center. You remember you, you went to the Slipknot concert there? It's really not bad viewing anywhere in that place. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, you you're right. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was obviously it's a big arena, but yeah, you had good viewing angles. Yeah. So. I don't give a fuck where we sit. It's going to be a good time. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's all I got, man. All right, word, I don't know if you got anything to add. Nah, just uh, fuck you again, and where can the good people follow you? Fuck you, I'm done. <laughs> all right, peace. That's <laughs> <laughs> game 44. Follow that nigga. That's game 44. Word. Yeah. Good looks, my nigga. Uh, yes. Vroom, vroom, and hockey noises. <laughs> and that UFC fight is going to be fucking dope. But <laughs> anyway, we are back to sports on the podcast of the minorities. And the sport right now is the NBA. The NBA. Hey, hey, hey. The official start of the NBA, the unofficial official start of the NBA happened while we were on hiatus, which is Christmas. There was a triple header. Christmas. Triple header. Uh, they, they played enough games to shake the rust off. Right, right. And uh, so, yeah, I've been paying attention slowly. Don't watch many games because I'm doing stuff a lot, but I keep up with the scores. And that'll change. That'll change this Wednesday. So what? I said the game watching that'll change this Wednesday. Yeah, actually, yeah, this Wednesday, this Wednesday, 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 B 
Big Black and Julian Mitchell, Pepsi Center. No, sir. Yeah, uh, we're going to the Nuggets game. Yeah. Nuggets <laughs> will hopefully beat down the Charlotte Hornets. I'm pretty sure they will, but. I think we might be in, like, I'm not entirely sure, but I think it might be in, like, a loud restaurant area where they, like, film the, the uh, game segment. So we'll see. Huh. Huh. Hey. <laughs> so, so we might. Might be in the background of the Nuggets report. Yeah, it'd be like this. Woo, woo, big trust. Woo, woo. No. Uh, Let's put the guy in the Celtics jersey right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I thought about it, but, but I'm not. But yeah, um, getting back to basketball. Um, we do have a lot of games left. Uh, Eastern Conference standings, top five. Number one, Bucks. Number two, Celtics. Number three, Heat. Number four, Raptors. Number five, 76ers. Bucks have the uh, are 30, uh, 35 and six. They have the best record in the NBA right now. Yeah, um, by a game. Um the Lakers are currently in first place of the Western Conference. The Nuggets perpetually bridesmaids in second place. <laughs> with um, And then Utah, Houston, and the Clippers. Actually, Denver had a big win over the Clippers tonight. Um, oh, nice. Good. Good, because they fucking lost to Cleveland last night. Which, what? Oh, God. Yeah, they lost at home to Cleveland. Okay, now I understand your statement about them <laughs> beating the Hornets, bro, because that is crazy. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Whew. I, I don't know, man. It's like, I mean, like, I, it's hard to complain because they've, like, they've been in, like, the second or third spot in the West the entire season, you know. And it's, you know, it's hard to be like, well, you know. This is ridiculous, but it's at the same time. I'm like, come on, man. (laughs) Word. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's weird to have, like, to feel these expectations with the Nuggets. And I I haven't really felt that way since, like, Mello left. Oh, man. That's right. Young Mello with the young baby blue young Mello. (laughs) I know. I know that the Nuggets uh, fan base has a problem with Mello, but I still think he's probably the greatest Nugget ever. Oh, yeah. There's no question, dog. Who the fuck was better? Who? Yeah. There's no question. There's no question. No question. Like, for for his time, for the time he spent here, like, you know, I just, like, yeah, people are like, whoa, you know, he left. And I'm like, he took us to the fucking playoffs, like, 10 years in a row. Right. Like, you know, yeah, like, we only got past the first round, like, two or three times, but still, like, I remember when the Nuggets talked so much, like, <laughs> like, the Nuggets were bad for a really long time, we are they were okay in, like, the mid-90s, but it wasn't like, right. they were, you know, the, the Avalanche were better, the Broncos were better, the Rockies were better, like, you know, and then Mello fucking and he was like, yeah, we're going to make the playoffs every fucking year. With ease. With ease, yeah. And it's like, you know, and I guess 
the NBA playoffs are probably the easiest playoffs to get into. But yeah. you know, it's still it's still saying something when it's like, yeah, under Mel- when Melo was here, we were, we were consistently a playoff team. Not a good playoff. Team, but yeah, but still, playoff. right? Exactly. Exactly. Fuck. And you know, people, and I get, and I don't know. It's like people are mad. I was like, Melo didn't dick us around like fucking LeBron did. No, like you know, Melo was like, look, when my contract's up, I'm no. gonna leave. Yeah, he's, I'm out. That's it. <laughs> I'm out. You can trade me. These are the places I want to be traded to. And in the end, like, Denver came out better for it. Yep. <laughs> Knicks, aren't, Knicks aren't making the playoff. The basis that Denver laid down with the Mellow trade is what we are reaping now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, no, people are very, very, very short-sighted. So, you know, I I will always give love to Melo when he, uh, when he, if he plays here. I would always, I would always cheer for him. Because you have class most of the time, Julian. Well, I mean, okay. The first time he played here, I would have booed him. But just the first time. Yeah, because you got to. Well, yeah, like now, now enough time passed where, like you know, when they're like Carmelo Anthony, I would politely clap for him. Clap, 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 clap. Clap, golf, clap it up. <laughs> I mean, he played for the for, for Portland now, so I know it's fucking so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Lala wanted to move from Denver because it wasn't enough a big enough market. Wonder how she's feeling in Portland. <laughs> she's feeling great. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, that's our uh, yeah. Sorry, NBA wrap up. Yep, yep. Uh, little, little bit of Jeopardy news. Um, not so much Jeopardy news as like uh, just <laughs> the kids love baseball news. So. Uh, <laughs> Jeopardy is having a tournament, uh, like the the greatest of all time tournament, where they're they're bringing back all the like the big champions, like Ken Jennings and the like, um, who was the guy who was like on for a crazy amount of time, and just guys who have like, uh, <coughs> uh, you know, dominated Jeopardy, and they're all playing against each other, mm-hmm. and uh, it is averaging more viewers than the first five games of the World Series. Wow. So uh, the, fir- the uh, first five games of the World Series <laughs> averaged about 11.6 million viewers. Jeopardy is uh, pulling in about 13.5 right now. Holy oh, wait, shit. No. So that was the NBA final. Uh, yeah, Jeopardy. Oh, no. Jeopardy's even doing better than the NBA Finals. They're averaging 15 million. <laughs> oh, shit. So, Whew. yeah, this, uh, this, uh, this Jeopardy uh, tournament is, uh, is more popular than the World Series and the NBA Finals. That is fucking <laughs> nuts. That is fucking nuts. Intellect- so. Intellectuals, baby. Well, like, uh, 
I mean, I have I have two two close friends who like watch Jeopardy all the time. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know, you know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. Hey, Elliot's even tried. Elliot tried out for him. He got pretty far in the audition process. I know he's fucking. He's amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. But uh, yeah, that's our. That's my little. The kids love baseball. <laughs> <laughs> the kids love baseball. Fucking shit. The kids love baseball. <laughs> More than Star Wars. <laughs> 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 Matt Scherzer as Kylo Ren. <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs> Kylo Ren. My kids want to be Kylo Ren and Max Scherzer for Halloween. Uh, Jesus Christ. All right, we've, we've fallen off the deep end. Thank you guys for coming back to the first episode of the year. We are all on the internet collectively at TMS Report. Julian, where are you at? I'm at Julian C. Mitchell because that's my name. He is Julian C. Mitchell, and I am at the Beatnik. Thank you guys so much. We will talk to you next week. Peace. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside. Two trailer park girls go round the outside, round the outside, round the outside.
Fix it, man, and I'm tuning in and then I'm gonna enter in and up under your skin like a splinter. The center of attention, back for the winner, I'm interesting. The best things in wrestling, investing in your kids' ears and nesting. Testing, attention, please. Feel the tension, soon as someone mentions me. Here's my ten cents, my two cents is free. A nuisance, who sent? You sent for me? Now this looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. You can get your ass kicked Worse than them little limp biscuit bastards And Moby, you can get stomped by Obi You 36 year old boy, that fag low me You don't know me, you're too old, let go, it's over Nobody listen to techno, now let's go Just give me the signal, I'll be there with a whole list Full of new insults, I've been dope Suspenseful with a pencil ever since Prince Turned himself into a symbol But sometimes the shit just seems Everybody only wants to discuss me So this must mean I'm disgusting But it's just me, I'm just obscene yeah. so I'm not the first king of controversy I am the worst thing since Elvis Presley To do black music so selfishly And use it to get myself wealthy Hey, there's a concept that works 20 million other white rappers emerge But no matter how many fish in the sea It'll be so empty without me Now 